everyone, and thanks for listening in. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis. And I'm his co-host, Alyssa. Uh, let's welcome our guest today, uh, Meredith Mooney. Yeah, Meredith, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So what's one of the things you do? Um, one of the things I do is I'm the president of Kaiser United. All right. Cool. Well, we like to usually dive right in and uh, maybe let's look back at childhood. What did growing up look like? Where did you grow up? That type of stuff. So, I actually grew up here in Kaiser most of my life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've pretty much been here over 50 years in the, <clears throat> excuse me, Salem-Kaiser area. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which were, what was some of the schools you went to? That type um, of thing? So kindergarten i was in this little preschool um down in the middle of the greenwood area neighborhood okay and then um i was at kaiser elementary where it butted up against river road that was super fun and then um, i went to salem private for my second grade year okay and then i was back at kaiser elementary and then we were gone for about a year and a half of my elementary school years and then i was at kennedy elementary yeah, yeah. Okay. and then Whitaker and McNary. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Kennedy's uh, got a lot of rich heritage, and mm-hmm. I've spent a bunch of time in there. But, uh, yeah, so uh, then on to McNary and that type of thing. Yeah. That okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. What was uh, what was something you enjoyed most about school? About school, you know, school wasn't super great for me. I'm not very, I'm not very academic. Right. Um, and so it was about, you know, if I wasn't doing good relationally, it was about survival. Mm. And I think that was probably, um, probably my middle school and high school years um, were a lot about survival. Mm. <laughs> um, and I wasn't retaining a lot of things academically. Mm. Um, but my grade school years were pretty good. It's just that I, um, it was a, you know, I was raised by a single mom with three girls and it was pretty uh, crazy. And so my sixth grade year alone, we moved three times. I was wow. in three different schools. Two of them were middle schools at the coast. And then um, I was back here at Kennedy for the rest of my sixth grade year. And then things settled down and um, made friends. Can't make friends when you're hopping schools every no. few months. Not to mention I had my appendix out in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it was it was rough. Um, and then in my later high school years, um, I was taking a business class and they got me a job with one summer I was working for adult and family services. And that just made me grow up a lot. Mm. Um, it was back when you could hand food stamps out. They were letting me hand food stamps out to clients. I was working oh, with clients. Bizarre. Yeah. I was like a freshman. Um, and then I worked for Department of Revenue. And that really changed my life. That really made me grow up because um, I was working with adults. And mm. again, academically, things weren't sticking at school. But putting those things into use in an office, although I wasn't doing necessarily the things I was learning in school, it made me um, things stick. Um, and so I really appreciate things like C-Tech, <laughs> right. um, where kids can put to practice what they're learning right yeah. away. You know. So um, looking back, what was uh, maybe one of the first things that you noticed you had passion for, whether that you know might be in the arts or people or whatever Hmm. you know i i really love bringing people together and just um like entertaining and hosting and 
I love a good party. There you go. <laughs> and so um, even just thinking back to my youth years, like I, I would just gather people around, even in the neighborhood when I was little, you know. I mean, I was the one, I was the oldest in my family of the mm. three girls. So I was always babysitting someone. Um, and so <laughs> I just feel like, um, yeah, I just liked, I like gathering people and, and, and um, inspiring a good time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like having a good time. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, of course. Yes, there you go. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I take a stab to say, you know, it's oversimplifying a person's uh, personality by saying introvert or extrovert, you know, but I assume you're an extrovert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love people. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think uh, personality assessments are really important. I, I don't, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I don't get it out of balance with other things, but it really does help someone know themselves a little better. I think it gives you permission to be who you are a little more than what others might have been telling you, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The beauty of it for me is like, I think, I, yeah, I think intrinsically we know a lot about ourselves if we really think about it, but we don't know it in like the shorter versions and how to like react to yourself in a simpler way. I think that like knowing your reaction styles or like your leadership styles helps you act in the moment quicker because you're only thinking of the shorter versions of what you know instead of like knowing all these things about myself but you can remember like the acronym or whatever you know your styles and you can react mm. and you don't have to think about five sentences you can think about one you know it makes right. it a little easier yeah 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 and i think when it comes to with even within a family or an organization it helps uh put people on we call it on the right seat on the bus right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So. and i think it just helps us understand others better mm. um because if we don't know ourselves then we don't know how we are interacting or taking in information and so surely we're not going to be able to relate to others in their personalities and how those might clash or how those might interact with one another. <laughs> yeah. One of the assessments we did um, as a staff was that, uh, I remember what it was called. Strength finders or? Uh, it was a more recent one. And basically, one of the documents that you got from these people at the end is like how your style interacts with all these other styles. Oh, mm-hmm. disc, and it's like, yeah. yeah, the disc assessment, it kind of teaches you exactly what you're saying, how they interact with each other. And sometimes like how to communicate the same thing to different people sounds very different. Yes. And so it's kind of <laughs> fascinating to learn about that. Yeah. 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 So, um, You've been president of Kaiser United for a while now, yeah? Yeah, I started attending in 2016, and then I was president in 2017. Yeah, yeah, and still there. And you used to be part of Kaiser United. Yeah, I am a former (laughs) president of Kaiser United, uh, but it's ran far better now than it was when I was there. So, yeah. (laughs) For the people who don't know, what is Kaiser United? There you go. Kaiser United is Kaiser's one and only community partnership team. Um, Salem has, I think, five, four, Um, and so they used to be run, I think, partly by, well, I think the city of Salem, or maybe it was a county um, thing, they were funded by that. Um, So when I, when I got done homeschooling my girls, I had a lot of more, you know, a lot more time. I wouldn't say free time, but time that I wanted to use purposefully. And so I went about looking for ways to connect in our community. And so um, I looked up what a CPT was, a community partnership team, and how they existed, how they came about. Um, and then, so I went to the city of Salem and talked to someone about their neighborhood associations and their neighborhood partnership teams, these CPTs, and I learned a lot. And so I just wanted to make sure we didn't already have something like that going because Kaiser United, um, when I joined it, it was little Mm -hmm. and, um, it, it hadn't. It was doing fabulous at supporting one large thing, and that was Peer Court. Right. But I also knew it could be an amazing collaborative space. 
And so um, we've just started inviting people. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 Again, using those gifts and passions that uh, are already inside you to uh, affect others. Yeah. It's cool. It is cool. Um, what's a couple of practical things as people are still maybe not quite uh, getting what you think Cause United is, right? It's a collaborative organization, but what's a couple of practical examples of, of things that Kaiser help, Cause United helps out with? Um, I think bringing people together where they don't know that, you know, maybe somebody's already doing something mm. um, and they could just join arms and be a lot stronger and get things done faster. Mm. Um, sharing resources is a space where you can hear about resources that are available or uh, gaps in service or, um, you know, um, and also just coming together and encouraging one another in the things they're doing. There there are many nonprofits that are part of Kaiser United. Mm-hmm. And um, I think uh, like this week, we this past Monday, um, we had had our Cause United monthly meeting, and we only had I think twenty two. So I said, "Oh, it's a smaller group. Let's use some time to share uh, what you're excited about, and just letting people share a little bit of their lives personally. Um, it's you know thirty seconds, but it just yeah. helps connect people and and see each other as humans instead of going through an agenda and just getting her done. Yeah. Um, and so. I think, you know, those are the rich meeting time things. And then outside of that, that collaboration continues outside of those those meetings um, where. So I remember when the um, neighborhood associations were coming and at that time, the food bank in Kaiser didn't have barrels in. Uh, they had them in several places, um, but the neighborhood associations took that upon themselves to start placing barrels also. And um, so that was just one example. Um, the closets were just up getting going, um, run by Audrey Butler the and the Com- Kaiser Community Foundation. Um, they were just in, I think, three schools at the beginning. And so just um, getting the word out about that and connecting people and resources and businesses would adopt, you know, like a peanut butter drive or a shoe drive or whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or like uh, the community garden that's across from Kennedy there on, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of a park or Church and Hills property right there sharing the parking lot. And so mm-hmm. that was one of those things where a person in, in Kaiser really had a passion for for uh, community gardens and that type of stuff. And Kaiser United connected the city and how we could get water and those types of things. And then boom, now it's yeah. this thriving community garden with a bunch of engagement. And so yeah. those yeah. are just examples of how Kaiser United and, and community people connect things to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, that's good. What are maybe habits or rhythms that that you use in your life that you find value in that one or two that come to mind maybe that you could share you know uh um, when I wake up in the morning, well, first of all, I'm not a morning person. Okay. And so <laughs> I wake I, up at 945 <laughs> yes, to yes. get to the radio show at 11. Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and so um, I have to just, you know, start the day off in prayer. I get to. I don't have to, but I get to. And um, when I do, um, it changes my attitude. Um, and then although I may not, my physical body may not want to get up and maybe even mentally yet, <laughs> um, I just start out with thanking the Lord for another day and asking him that I'd be able to make him known um, in the way I live and the things I say and the way I act. And um, and then my feet hit the floor, and then I have to remind myself to stop and be still throughout the day and just, you know, take on um, – take captive my thoughts and control my thought life so that I'm not, like, just off in 
La La Land, thinking all the things. Um, my brain works at a very fast speed. And so, like, I listen to books on double speed. <laughs> and so uh, just trying to not fill my day with noise, but stopping myself because I can, I'm a very much a go-getter and mm-hmm. I'll just keep doing and doing and doing. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, in high school, I had the realization, either high school or college, I had the realization that I, like you, like going very, very fast. My brain's going very fast. I'm processing like the end of the sentence of someone as they're starting the sentence and I'm like <laughs> ready to respond, right? Which which makes it incredibly hard to be present because you're actually like in the future. <laughs> yeah, you're always <laughs> and, working and, a like, sentence with two And it's hard to, yeah. to listen and be present with people. And so mm-hmm. that's something I've worked on a lot. Like mm-hmm. the same, I, do, I don't listen to books very often because I'm not a reader or an auditory reader very much but the concept of like being still or even like just slowing down is something super important you're able to like receive the information like so much better when you're there and present in the moment so it's yeah. true yeah yeah i think stillness and that is is difficult to find in our culture right it takes effort yeah right? yeah. yeah 2023 is noisy <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I mean, we currently take in more information this year than the entire hundred years before us in a, yeah. in a single year. You yeah, know? so and we are yeah. just not made to do that. No, <laughs> we're no. not made to handle the world's problems. Um, one post, you know, or twenty posts later, you know, you're like, oh no, <laughs> exactly. no, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I just have to make my stop, self stop, and literally even just not even turn on the music. You know, I will just, unless, you know, like, I'll just pray first because it's a reminder, like, why am I turning it on? Am I just trying to deaden the thoughts? You Mm -hmm. know, like, or what do I need to do? And then I can, then I can turn on that. Yeah. Am I listening or am I drowning out? You know, that's the difference. That's good. That's good. What's something you notice that has changed from the time you started with Kaiser United and now? I mean, besides, of course, you've brought, you know, tremendous growth and that type of thing, but... Uh, yeah, what's something that strikes you as uh, this is, or maybe in a different way of saying that is, this is different than I expected it mm. to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I thought maybe that the group itself um, would have more projects maybe, like in the past, like mm-hmm. as United had existed um, in a way that it would take on maybe some larger projects. But right. the the collaborative itself is where that rich soil is. And so I have to like be patient and hold myself back because sometimes I'm like, guys, we should do this. Like I brought up an idea the other day and <laughs> one of our board members is like, yeah, maybe somebody else should because <laughs> maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> and so um, I think the other day at chamber Corey was saying that they have a working board and we have a board that has a lot you know they're all working somewhere (laughs) and so um they are a blessing and they do what they can but we don't get to take on too many big big projects the last one we did was operation encourage we're bringing meals to all the schools in kaiser or all the staff in kaiser at the schools um and that was a big undertaking and um, so just, I guess, I don't know, to backtrack, when I started going, Kaiser mm-hmm. United existed as a board. Right. And then um, it grew into more of a collaborative space. So now we actually have board meetings and we have um, partner meetings. Mm. So those two things are separate. So that, I guess, is different. Yeah. 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 That's good. And like everybody, I'm sure, you know, like three years ago. A big hit happened, right? And it was a lot harder to collaborate and get those projects going. And so yeah. there's probably a recovery phase you're still growing through. And so that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. And I think, you know, just because I have a vision or an expectation doesn't mean that it has to be that way. You know, yeah. it can, it's, I love what it is, you know. Mm. Um, 
And so, yeah. And that those times, I, I still can't believe that people gathered via Zoom. Like, I can't believe we did that. Because that is hard to collaborate over a computer. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in one ways, it it lures you to believe that it's efficient, right? Because... Mm. You know, got travel time necessarily and so on. But uh, being a fellow extrovert, it, yeah, that's not enough yeah. interaction for me. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. yeah. Now, for those folks like my wife or my son that, uh, that man, they, like, who was it? Somebody said, man, I've been training my whole life for this. <laughs> I can just be at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can work from here. I can do whatever from here. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, what, uh, so you you mentioned music. Uh, do you have a favorite genre? Do you listen to a lot of music? Do you play any instruments? Yeah. <laughs> I am not musically inclined. I am lucky if I can clap in rhythm. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I do love music. And it really depends on my um, mood and mm-hmm. who I'm with. Okay. So like this weekend, um, I took our middle school and high school students to serve. Our theme for the weekend was serve. And it's a heart shape, not a like check mark right. and pat each other on the shoulder. Um, and so we just talked all about that. We served at Samunca House together. And um, wait, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, the, quest, the question is, uh, what was the question? <laughs> do you like music? Do you like music? Oh, yes, and yes, do you yes. have a favorite so, genre? So, so <laughs> we were doing this project together, but we had to get there. So we had some car time. Yes. And I had um, two middle school boys in my van. And one of my favorite things is Perry Grip, It's Raining Tacos, or a lot of songs that Perry Grip does, like um, Last Train to Awesome Town. And so those are fun for me, um, but that's because I'm with middle schoolers. Um, But I like really deep, soulful music like Mark Broussard or... um, uh, need to breathe, that kind okay. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and totally get I love that. Bass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the concept of like tones depends on who you're with. Like one of my friends, um, that one of my old roommates used to Facetime with their little brother, and like he would want to listen. He's like, "Oh, you should. We should listen to this song." And then it's just like just noise, like to us. But he's just having the greatest time <laughs> yes. of his life, and yes. that's just it's about you know facilitating that that space, and so it's good. And then like you said, you know, you have this deep soulful music that you likely won't listen to when you're with the middle schoolers. Yes. You know, it's yeah, not, it's yeah. Not this time or place for that, but. Uh, yeah, I, I music for me. I listen to a fair amount of it. Uh, if I'm gonna clean, which isn't as often as I I should, and, and frankly, I don't do as good a job as others do. But uh, <laughs> I, I first go to turn on music yeah. before I'm yeah. gonna yep. clean yep. or maybe organize the garage or whatever. Go out and pull weeds. Like yes. I just the first thing I'm looking is like, where's my earbuds or something? You yes. Know? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I have uh, we have Alexa around the house in different rooms, and so I'm just like Alexa play Christian music everywhere and it's like blaring through the house. Somebody walks in they're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Funny. There's, um, I saw something recently about how um, a way to get cleaning for people like my age for some reason, like, I think it must be just so much harder for us. I don't know why. But um, for people who have Alexa and likely Google does it, you used to have them do uh, play the song quiz. And oh, so yeah? then it's like doing the thing where it plays it and then you have to guess a song. Oh, that's and for fun. some reason that's like distracting enough, but not you're able to still do something while you're doing yeah. it. And so like, that's the new <laughs> new way of not just turning on a playlist, but playing a quiz while you're cleaning and somehow it's, it's easier. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, it, uh, it's been said that there's nothing new under the sun, right? But uh, if you're thinking back to uh, maybe 
concepts or ideas or advice that someone gave you? What, what's something that you would, I, I call it rip off or cut and paste or yeah. apply to your life or your leadership style or whatever? What's something you can look back and think about? You know? Yeah. Um, I, I like the saying, and I don't remember where I heard it, um, but oh, now I'm trying to think of the word. Um, just because I am... Um, like I can do it doesn't mean I should, <laughs> but, um, right. like, um, there's a better saying for that, that, um, anyway, basically just because um, you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. Or just, I, I can't even think of it. I wrote it down and then I forgot. Right. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> but, all capable, right. Yes, of doing yes, lots of right, things. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So like, um, my husband and I usually once a year we go away and we look at our schedules and we just pray over it and like, yeah, these are great things, but am I supposed to be doing it? Are we supposed to be doing it? And truthfully, it's usually me cutting stuff out, not him, because he's really good at that beforehand. Um, but, you know, just because I can doesn't mean I have the capacity right now. You know, there's seasons. And so, mm. and also, um, am I doing something that somebody else can do? And, uh, you know, should I be equipping and handing that baton, passing that baton? So those wow. that's always what I'm looking at. Like, is this where I'm supposed to be now? Is this telling the truth about God? You know, like, am I glorifying him in what I'm doing? And so mm. I'm always looking at that because I, like I said, I get excited and I want to do all the things. Yeah. But that's just not, that's not even right to do all the right things. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I identify with a lot of what you just said. You know, I, I think uh, I, I'm a go-getter, so to speak. I don't think to me people have accused me of having bad work ethic or whatever, you know, and so, but that doesn't mean you're supposed to say yes to everything. Right, you know? yeah. I mean, and when you have access and opportunity to a lot of really good things, it gets tougher and tougher to say no, right? Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, you got to say yes to the right things. Yeah. yeah. Something very similar that I could tag on to what you're saying is like the concept of just because I can doesn't mean I should, right? Sometimes yes. you're a leader and sometimes someone else on your team is the person for that thing. You yes. know, it's and yeah. something that my that you've said Tim is like um like if someone else on your staff or team or a board can do it 80% as well as you, you can delegate that and as, as a controlling like as a person who likes perfection and stuff yeah. that's hard, but <laughs> It, it's 80% as good as you would do it and it took 0% of your time, right? Yeah, and so yeah. that's something super important, especially for growth of an organization, of a staff, of a management team. It's huge. Well, and it's so encouraging and empowering and equipping to let someone else mm -hmm. fail forward. Yes. That's the other thing I love, that that saying fail forward, because you have to, you and you have to be humble enough to fail. And you have to be humble enough to let someone else fail on your behalf and make it, it might look bad, but it's worth it because they're going to grow. And then, you know, maybe not if they didn't grow from that then maybe next time don't let them um, but but that's how I grew people, right. people just kept giving me chances and yep. and that was very empowering and equipping to me because I got to try things out like I said I'm not like a book learner I'm a I'm a hands-on learner right. and yeah. so um, that's just been my story that's how I end up leading because I serve yep yeah. everywhere I've served not everywhere I've served typically where I serve um, that's where I end up leading. I, I was trying to think of places that I've ever led where I wasn't serving first, and I couldn't yeah. think of any. Well, and it's a model set forth, you know, for yeah. anybody who's a Christian listening, it's, it's the servant leadership style. It's yes. what Jesus did. It's, yeah. it's what I, I kind of anticipate and see mirrored in you. So, mm. Yeah, I, I think almost all uh, 
staff on the Valor side of our organization started as some form of volunteer, mm. right? And then it grew into a very small stipend, and then we were able to continue to grow. And, yeah. and you know, and, and someday these guys will get a paid no, – no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, right? You already, you already identify passion and skills in someone, so it's much easier to give them more responsibility and more resources. Yeah, right? yeah. So. Well, and then you get to see – you're not leading from an above, you know, approach. You're leading alongside. Absolutely. You know, and so it just puts your heart in the right space to lead. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if you were uh, talking back to your 22, 23, 24-year-old self, uh, what would be a piece of advice you'd give yourself? Hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, when that was. It was before I had kids. Um, I think, you know, um, along the way of life, (laughs) I've learned to love who I am because God loves me. And before that, I couldn't even, I couldn't even accept a compliment or give a compliment. Mm. Um, because if I gave a compliment, I feel like I was giving a piece of me away because I didn't have enough, you know, but knowing how much I am loved, it makes me love people and it makes me want the best for them. And, you know, when I was younger, I was still stepping into that and learning that. So I was not confident. Um, and I didn't want to be self, I don't want to be self-confident. I just right. wasn't confident in the Lord. So I didn't right. believe in myself and I was serving and I was leading. Um, but there was a lot of insecurity and I think mm-hmm. then over controlling and stuff because I wasn't trusting God in that. Yeah. So I think, you know, going back just to set, like, look at myself, who am I and right. whose am I? Mm, that's good. Uh. Well, Meredith, man, thanks so much for sharing uh, some of your time this morning with us. Uh, if folks want to get in touch with you or about Kaiser United, what's a way they could do it? Um, they could reach out on our Gmail. It's kaiserunited at gmail.com. Wow, simple. <laughs> I just was looking it up earlier. I saw you can go to facebook.com yeah. forward slash Kaiser United if it's yep. another way to contact you. Yeah. Well, thank you, Meredith, for joining us. Yeah. And thank you, listeners, for being here and hearing all about what she does. Um, if you want to listen to us weekly, we're live and on the air on KSLM every Saturday at 11 a.m. Or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Leading Well by Valor Mentoring. <laughs>